Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1631, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday and happy Super Bowl weekend for those of us in the US, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions and I answer them for you. Now, if you wanna know more about me and my background and my credentials, definitely check out the first Q&A episode from earlier this month. That's where I discuss all of that in more detail. But for now, I'm gonna spare you from that long introduction so we can jump right in and hear today's audio question as we optimize your life. Hi there, my name is Jeanette. I live in Washington, D.C., and I just uh, had a blood panel done about 10 days ago with my primary care physician. I was shocked when she called me today and said that my LDL is, as she put it, sky high. It's around 280 or something. And what's really making me crazy is that a year ago, I embarked on a concerted effort to lose a bunch of weight. I've since lost about 18 pounds, changed my diet, uh, cut out a bunch of meat. And I kind of thought that I'd be affecting my cholesterol for the better too. So I wonder if you could speak to this issue of, in one way, I'm healthier than I was a year ago, and in another way, I'm absolutely not. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Jeanette. I'm so sorry to hear about these recent lab results. I mean, it sounds like you've been doing everything right to help lower your LDL cholesterol. Weight loss, reducing meat intake, increasing your activity levels, all of these have been found to help reduce LDL cholesterol. So why these lifestyle changes may not be working in your case is a bit of a mystery. But I'll offer some thoughts as to what may be happening. First, I should mention that ideal LDL blood levels should fall below 100 milligrams per deciliter. Now, the milligrams per deciliter is just a measure of the concentration of cholesterol in the blood. It translates to milligrams of cholesterol per deciliter of blood. So generally, the lower the LDL concentration in the blood, the better. This is because LDL is often referred to as bad cholesterol. Think of the L in LDL as an abbreviation for lousy or lethal cholesterol. This is because high levels of this lousy or lethal cholesterol can clog the arteries, which can then lead to other serious conditions like a heart attack or stroke. And again, Jeanette, 
from what you said, it sounds like you've been doing many of the right things to help lower your LDL. Consuming foods high in saturated fat, trans fat, carrying excess body weight, and having a sedentary lifestyle are known risk factors for having high LDL. But you've already started consuming less meat, which tends to be high in saturated fat, you've lost weight, and increased your activity levels. So we would then expect your LDL levels to drop as a result of all of this hard work. So the fact that this didn't happen is a mystery. Now here's what could be happening. First, there may be a genetic reason for this. Some individuals are born with a defect in what's called their apolipoprotein B receptor. With this genetic mutation, what can happen is there are problems with the body getting rid of LDL cholesterol. So instead of the body being able to remove LDL from the blood, the LDL stays in the blood and starts to collect. This is why we see high levels of LDL when your blood tests come back. Now doctors can test to see whether there is in fact a defect in this apolipoprotein B receptor. Then they'll know whether this is the real cause. Also, certain medications can lead to higher than normal LDL cholesterol. Examples of medications could be birth control pills, corticosteroids. Now, these forms of steroids are the kinds that get prescribed for reducing inflammation in the body, not the ones that bodybuilders use. Some antiviral medications, blood pressure and heart medications, and medications for epilepsy. These can all increase LDL cholesterol levels in the blood. Now, it's also important that your healthcare provider rules out any underlying issues like diabetes, liver disease, kidney disease, polycystic ovary syndrome, and any thyroid issues. So along with looking at your cholesterol values, see if your doctor ran any other labs like blood sugar and thyroid hormones. If those are also abnormal, then there may be an underlying condition that could be contributing to the high LDL levels. Oh, and I should also mention that reaching menopause can change your LDL too. This is because during menopause, there's a dramatic change in certain hormones. This change in hormones can lead to the production of more LDL cholesterol. Lastly, it may be worthwhile to ask your healthcare provider to retest your cholesterol levels. Mistakes can happen, and it may be worthwhile to get retested sooner rather than later to make sure the results were actually accurate. In the meantime, it's still a good idea to stick to many of the lifestyle behaviors you've been doing. In fact, when it comes to diet, the Harvard School of Public Health identified foods that may help lower LDL cholesterol levels in the blood the most. These foods are generally great sources of dietary fiber. The reason fiber is helpful is because it helps grab onto that bad LDL cholesterol in the blood and help remove it from the body. So some of these high fiber foods that the Harvard School of Public Health recommends are oats, whole grains, beans, eggplant, okra, nuts, vegetable oils, fruits that contain a decent amount of pectin specifically. These would be fruits like apples, grapes, strawberries, and citrus, soy, and fish that are high in omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fats specifically help reduce the amount of fat in the bloodstream, which can in turn reduce the amount of LDL cholesterol in the bloodstream. And if you want to know which fish are high in omega-3s, use the SMASHED acronym. S, salmon, M, mackerel, A, anchovies, the other S, sardines, 
H, halibut, and T in smashed, trout. Now, when it comes to exercise, see if you can start incorporating high-intensity interval training twice a week. Studies have found that this type of training can help increase the good HDL cholesterol levels in the bloodstream. Having high, happy, or healthy HDL cholesterol is helpful because HDL also helps remove LDL from the bloodstream, just like those foods high in fiber. So if you eat a high-fiber diet, have lots of good HDL in your bloodstream, it's like they work together to remove the bad, lousy LDL from the blood. I'm keeping my fingers crossed, Jeanette, that the next blood test will look a lot better. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question, Jeanette. Now, if you want to send me a question, remember you can email one directly to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice heard on the show, just like Jeanette, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record your question straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and you can do retakes before sending it in or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. Thank you so much for sending me your questions. Answering them is one of my favorite parts of the show. But in the meantime, that'll do it for today. Thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through. I hope you have a great start to your Super Bowl weekend if you're in the U.S., and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.